A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. 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 Ish. What just happened? Hi, welcome back to Swiftish, shall we? Hi, Ashley. Hi, this is episode seven. I know, it's a big... It's pretty cool because we have some huge news to talk about, Mm -hmm, and there mm -hmm. is this Taylor's seventh album. Oh, yeah. So it's kind of very fitting for TS7. I know, and we were supposed to do it last week, I think, structurally, was our two-week, but I was out of town. And it's perfect because Taylor provided, you know. She knew that you were going to be out of town. She's so obsessed with that. And she knew we were ready for her stuff. She really is. She's like, oh, Ashley and Shelby are going to record soon. Let's give her them something to talk about. Exactly. (laughs) But anyways, it's exciting. It's been a full week. We obviously got a new track, The Archer. Surprise. I know. Not Cruel Summer. (laughs) What? But even before that, there was some Taylor Swift movement because we got um, the Cats premiere trailer. (laughs) Okay, so we have the guru with us. Her name is Shelby from P.S. You're Wrong, Yeah, a podcast that's all about the current hits. Yeah. What was your take? I I mean, I've been honest on this podcast, too, is I'm not excited about this movie. I'm not a big... I don't know the musical very well, so I've never given it a chance, I guess you could argue, but it's never felt like my cup of tea. It's Mm-mm. sort of nonsensical and weird to me. Um, and the idea of this live-action version was very... Um, questionable. Yeah. So when the trailer dropped... Well, first they sent they released this like behind the scenes sort of to hype up people, and it it didn't feature any any of the like actual film. It was just the cast all talking about it, and I was like, oh well, maybe it'll be fun. Like yeah. they're all learning to dance, and it seemed really like campy and like fun. And Taylor Swift, of course, looked great. Oh yeah, and- with her like. Her little cat yes. poses. <laughs> it, it was very sensual. Yes. And so I was like sort of on board. And then the trailer oh. released. Okay. So we have, from what I thought, my point of view, when I first imagined, I thought we were going to get something like Avatar. Oh. Where you can kind of see that it's the person. Right. But it was like, but it's, I don't know. It's, but kind of more like animated animated yeah but it, it was very it's, interesting yeah it's like it's weird it's almost like i wish they had been all fluffy kitties instead of like really short-haired cats because <laughs> well when you look at the actual cats like the like costumes the of the broadway yeah. it's kind of like that right it's but, spandex and but tight. it's fluffier yeah. you have a lot of like the the, the mane and the fur right. is really out well it's so more it's, dramatic yeah you know? and part of it is because it's more dramatic on stage is because people are watching it and they right. need they need to be eye-catching you yeah. need to you, you have to be up on like the balcony and be able to see like oh that's <laughs> yeah. a cat here they're kind of like oh we can kind of play it down a little bit because people are going to be watching it <laughs> on the big screen they have front row seats yeah unfortunately <laughs> no but something that people have definitely brought up definitely is Taylor Swift in heels as a cat. Yes. Some of the cats are wearing shoes. Why? And clothes. And it's all kind of... It's weird. Some people do dress their cats up, though. Yeah. So maybe that's (laughs) just where it is. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's where it is. It was also just like... I think what was the most alarming to me was just how, like, 
like you kind of were saying this, like it just, oh, it, it is them. Like you can tell it's Taylor Swift. It mm-hmm. looks like she's wearing spandex, but it's just like digital fur. And so it's very like, whoa, alarming. And like that's Taylor Swift's face, but she just has cat ears. And it's just like. And cat boobs. Yeah. Very, yeah. very form-fitting cat skin. And it's just like. It's weird because that's not what cats look like, but then they're trying to be more realistic in it. Mm-hmm. And so it's like something is disconnected. But also what was hard for me is, like you were saying, like the Broadway just seems so much more dramatic and glitzy and sort of like campy and like fun and silly. Mm-hmm. Whereas this was like, at least this trailer was very serious and artful and like, oh, this movie will change your life. No, type it thing. was. And I don't remember what the producer said, the director said, but they even said it's about people like discovering themselves, yeah. like they're on a path on a journey, something along there. And I was like, really? Because everyone I've talked to <laughs> has been like, What's cats about? And if yeah. they've seen cats, they're still like, I don't know what cats about. <laughs> Do you, have you ever watched um, um, the Unbreakable Kimmy Unbreakable Schmidt? Kimmy yeah. Schmidt where it's, it's like anyone can go, anyone can go on stage anyone and just start singing stage. because yeah. everyone doesn't know what it's about. You can you can make it, you yeah. can break it. No one's gonna care, right? Mm-hmm. So it'll be. I'm definitely. It didn't work for me, and I feel like I'm pretty much at the same point I was before I knew what it would look like, which is that I'm not looking forward to the movie. I think not even just as a Taylor Swift fan, it just seems like a weird misstep for everyone involved. You're not alone. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to do really well in box office right. because you have Jason Derulo, you have all those <laughs> those people who are so talented, Taylor Swift, you know, the... Judy Dench. Yeah, the people who are like yeah. real name grabbers. But outside of Swifties who were like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> As everything Taylor, Taylor can take a shit and they think yeah. it like smelled like flowers. Yeah. I, and I'm, I'm not calling them out because I'm like one of those people too. <laughs> I know. But people who are outside of the Swiftie fandom, they were like, oh my gosh, I'm scared. What did I just watch? Right. This is freaking me out. What is going on? Yeah. We needed like a lighter, like peppier yeah. trailer. I know. I get it. I know. And it's sort of like... It's a weird mix of people, and it's... So it'll be interesting, but, I mean, Taylor Swift is excited. And she's one of, like, the main people. Like, I'm excited to see how they're gonna... How she's gonna do it. Because the only movie we've really seen her in is, like, The Giver and Valentine's Day. (laughs) Yeah. And Taylor's a great performer when she's singing and on stage. Right, so hopefully. So I'm really hoping that'll connect. Yeah. Oh, but I think one of, so one of her songs, she wrote oh, a song yes. that's yes. going to be on the soundtrack. So, Miss Thing, if it possibly, like, fingers crossed, could get an Oscar. Well, she'll be competing against Beyonce again for Lion King. Lion King so. And Lion King was really wide received. Yeah. But the fact that she's even, like, nominated right. for an Oscar. Yeah, no, that'd be exciting. Um, but anyways, that was the Cats level, that, the Hollywood yes. version of Taylor. And then we also have the fact that Lover is a month away. Oh my gosh, less than a month away. That's so crazy. I know. Are you ready? I am. I don't I don't feel like I don't feel ready for it because by this time we've we've seen secret sessions. There's been big hype. There's been people talking about um Oh, this track! You're gonna have this track, and it made me right, cry. Yeah. So like, where is this either? And we can we'll talk about this more in depth, like during tea time. Right. 
either this is like the secretest sessions ever. No way. And yeah. Taylor was like, you cannot say anything. I just don't Or she's trust not anyone. doing it. I don't know. Yeah. We haven't got our invite, so she, she's yeah, not she's doing not, it. She must not be doing it. So we can get okay. more because there's more drama. Right. But, you know, more to come. Always. I just want to tease that. Well, plus it's like, it's like, it just feels like a weird cycle, maybe because. It is kind of weird that it's a month away and we still don't know a ton, but we also mm. know a lot. And so it's like, why aren't we feeling this like same excitement? And maybe it's because we're comparing it to reputation, but that came with like built in expectation, because, yeah. anticipation because we've been waiting so long. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is sort of like, huh, what will it be? You know? But like, like whereas reputation she didn't give us anything right we had no we had no like interviews we had no nothing and we she's given us so yes. much that you think we'd all be like oh my gosh this is the best era <laughs> and it, it is a great era i do i think it's great but it's very i'm like i don't know what's around the corner yeah it's it's like uh it feels like slightly disorganized and i don't know if that's our own like expectations holding us back or it's a matter of like repub- the new rep- relationship with her new label mm. or if she's changing things because like we thought the stamps meant something because yeah. the first one did but now it's not meant anything and yeah. like and so we keep trying to guess what's coming next and we keep being wrong and so I think that's just kind of well, the... except for Lover yeah. except for knowing the name of the album <laughs> yeah. Lover we got that one on the first and guess. something with Calm yeah <laughs> I, I feel like everything else has been kind of like, oh, like, uh, yeah, the, thir- the the 13th. Right. And that would keep the anticipation up. Yeah. Kind of like having a guess. knew something. So, but maybe stuff, maybe stuff has gone wrong and we just mm-hmm. don't know about it and she's just keeping yeah. calm, keeping cool. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and it's like the merch stuff has been messy and bad mm. and so people are kind of like, meh. And we also like, I don't know, we just like... There's no boosting. Yeah, oh my there's gosh. no boosting. We haven't heard about tour. Nope. Like, it's all very different. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be interesting to see how it ramps up in the next month or if we'll just get this new album and have to be like, oh, here it is, you know? <laughs> I know. Well, and there's that rumor that the whole album is like less than an hour long and that each song is going to be like three minutes long three minutes and 31 seconds long yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. and so either she'll do that thing I hate where she has like interludes you know where it's like a 50 second thing I just I don't get that I don't enjoy it or maybe like eight seconds pause yeah at the end of every song (laughs) yeah I don't know or there's just like not going to be a long epic ballad you know like there's not going to be that six minute Dear John I really thought that Track five was going to be yeah. a long, yeah. long song. I know. There is some disappointment on mm. our end. But Stop we're it. getting ahead of ourselves. Yes. So um, some other things of note worthy for Taylor is she's going to be honored as the first ever, this award is the first one ever, Icon Award at the Teen Choice Awards oh, on cute. August 11th. So we get to see Taylor on I August 11th. Know that. Yes. Oh, cute. So that'll be fun. She's going to be there. You know, she's going to probably have like an epic speech, you guys, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. And it's it's leading up to um, the release. So I'm yeah. sure we're going to have some like little tidbits. Yeah, there has fun. to be. And then, you guys, the VMAs, mm-hmm. they are mm-hmm. all over Taylor. Unlike mm-hmm. the last few <laughs> award <laughs> shows. disappointing. They're all over Taylor. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited because there's 10, but I'm also kind of like, I see who she's up against, like, um, mm-hmm. Old Town Road, is that it? <laughs> yeah. Old Town Road, and you have, like, um, Selena Gomez, Miley Cyrus, like, a lot of these songs um, have been big, right. big, big hits. More bigger well than received. yeah. Yeah, bigger than 
Taylor, you know, you need to calm down and me. So I'm, I don't know, like I'm voting. I know. I'm trying to, but I <laughs> don't know. She is, um, what's really cool is that there's like a for good, good, a for good award. Uh-huh. And she's nominated for oh, that. Cute. I didn't know that was an award. Oh, but I'm yeah, hoping, because nice. a lot of them are fans. Except for like right. the last, like all the editing, voted, yeah. design issues, that's not. But yeah, yeah. so they're all, so we can't blame anybody except yeah. ourselves. <laughs> don't We're, we don't have great track record we with don't. those either. I know. But um, I was sort of sad because I, I'm just bummed because look what you made me do and some of the, it's just like, look what you made me do deserves so much more than it got. And so I'm disappointed that music videos like me and even you need to calm down are getting the love she didn't get then. <laughs> do you think that if she would have done more promotion, I might have. Because people just hate, look what you made me do. Which is mm. too bad, because they're missing mm. it. Yeah. They're missing, they're missing the, the point. point. <laughs> Jinx. Jinx. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but anyways, it'll be exciting to see her yeah. at those award shows. And I did love You Need to Calm Down, just to put yeah. that out there. So yeah. I'm excited to see if that wins anything. It has to win something. It's up for seven awards. Yeah. Something. <laughs> the odds are in her favor. But, um... <laughs> She's going to the arrow, bullseye. Yes, which is a perfect segue. Yes. Because track five we knew was coming. She teased it in an Instagram, which was like, I'm going live this day. Uh-uh-uh. We're going to talk about this Easter egg of the um, the Target, the bow and arrow. The Haley. The Haley yes. of it all. And everyone was like, we've... I never saw anyone guess the archer. No. Did no you? Never, ever. Did anyone claim <laughs> that they guessed it? No, I don't okay. think so. <laughs> because, like, we talked about they were cupids. Yeah. Like, we talked about that kind of stuff. We just never connected. There were, those. like, hearts and arrows. We just yeah. never connected <laughs> it. So, when, yeah. when you thought the archer, what was your first impression of, like, what kind of a song were you going to get? Yeah, it was sort of an interesting title. It sort of feels different. Like, yeah. I... Like, song titles are so, you know, whatever anyways, but for some reason it felt, like, very different than any title she's done before, Mm -hmm. and -hmm. I don't know, like, why. I can't put my finger on why it felt different exactly. It just felt so, like, I was just wondering why it wasn't an archer, but the archer. Yeah. So it's kind of, like, the the one person. I don't know. And I kind of felt like, ooh, I thought cupids. I thought love. I thought roses. I thought this. I thought that. And then come to find out, it's more of like, you know, a predator and the prey. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into. I thought it was more like, like when I heard it, I people immediately pointed out that her sign is that she's a Sagittarius, and that mm-hmm. is the Archer. So I thought it would be more about like her. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and kind of and not. I didn't anticipate I, this at all. I thought it would be more like her love. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's why when I thought Cupid and roses, I thought right. more of like. Her, just like, her and Joe, her love, her, she's like her coming to a realization that she's great. Yeah. Something like that. Kind of like a delicate sequel, yeah. like is what I thought. Well, like, also because in Delicate you had the track five right. that was on the back end of the subway station and that was also on the, the pin and right. on her jacket. So I think a lot of people are already kind of tying it to, to Delicate, mm-hmm. which it's tied to Delicate in other mm-hmm. ways too. And yeah, mm-hmm. we have that. Yeah, so that, that title leaked it was released on on um 
on iTunes. iTunes before the live stream and people were like, oh, poor Taylor, something leaked. But I think it drummed up so much interest and brought so much attention to Hashtag it. Hashtag the Archer was trending all over yeah. Twitter. So it was getting <laughs> yeah. people like, like, I think that's exactly what she planned right. to do because everyone was all was like, well, what's Archer clicking on it because it was mm-hmm. trending. And then to come to find out that it was released while the live stream was going yes. on. So I think that it was perfect time. Because uh-huh. she, she was like, oh, yeah, well, it's out. Well, yeah, she's yeah. like, oh, well, I maybe guess now. it might be out now. Three minutes. <laughs> I was like, wait, do I stop watching? Yeah. Do I listen? I, I was like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> Joking. But um, before we get into the song, yes. she also, it was a 13-minute live stream. So she covered a lot. She in planned that. 13 minutes. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, dramatic. But, um. So, so did you watch the live stream? I did. Yeah. Did you? Because mm-hmm. you were on vacation. No, no I was back. back. I was in the office. I, w- I was <sighs> so tired. I was like very busy, but I just put in my headphones and so I was listening to it. Okay. I was paying attention. Okay. Yeah. I was listening to my office door closed. Yeah. I was paying attention. <laughs> Good. And like the first thing, like it opens up and you have like, she has like, that the merch t-shirt mm-hmm. with the archer on, on mm-hmm. it and then she has the necklace and i didn't know we were gonna get the song like right then and there so i was like what the heck does it say on her shirt oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you know we were just like what's going on like all these clues and you know i didn't need to stress out about <laughs> it but yeah so that was my first i was like okay this is all gonna be heavy the archer the archer mm-hmm. but then she like blessed us with yes. with some details about the the four deluxe albums that we're, we're gonna get from target mm-hmm. which We've talked about it before, before we knew anything about it. It was mm-hmm. like, what, what is she going to do? Like, there's not going to be any extra songs on it. Yeah. Like, I don't get why. Why by four? Why by four? Yeah. And now we know why. <laughs> yeah. We know all too it's well, all too well. <laughs> why. Yeah. Yeah. So did this make you feel better about it or worse about this, like, strategy of four um, deluxe? Better and worse. Yeah. <laughs> better because, okay, there's a reason for it. Um... And worse because I have to spend all that money to get mm-hmm. it, and then neutral about it because I was like, she's such a businesswoman. I know. <laughs> she is. She's like, oh, I got people to buy two magazines with the same CD in it last time. <laughs> I'm gonna get them. And they're gonna buy yeah. four. <laughs> I know. It is interesting. It there have been complaints in the fandom that. And, and it's true of any fandom, is that it sometimes favors the wealthiest of the fans because, you know, you get attention when you buy a CD and post about it. You get attention when you buy four copies of the deluxe album and, you know, you get attention you when you buy front row seats. And, 24. Yeah. And you give them away. Because <laughs> exactly. so many people have bought so much <laughs> swag and, like, they have pictures of it and they're mm-hmm. like, I'm doing a giveaway for those yes. unfortunate souls yeah. who can't poor, afford poor. it. Poor babies. Yeah. So it is sort of like, it is frustrating on a level that it's like, well, you could have just put all 120 pages of your diary in one deluxe and sold that. But would she be Taylor if she did yeah. that? <laughs> I think yeah. not. So it is exciting. She she revealed that she, and I think this to me sort of speaks to what her album will be about, is she talked about how her perspective changes when she looks back at things and how how it's different reading her old diary now than it was writing it and how that kind of leads to its own 
revelations Mm -hmm. and journey of acceptance and stuff. And so she told us that she went through all her old diaries. She showed some of them and was like, I picked out some of the most interesting pages things I'd forgotten about, including the original All Too Well lyrics, which Mm. is such a smart strategy for her because that's Mm -hmm. all her fans care about. Yeah, we want to know where it is. (laughs) It's been an ongoing joke. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, she found it. It's like, no, it's still, like, the the song she recorded is still lost. (laughs) Right. But not the lyrics. Yeah, these are the original lyrics, which will be interesting. I also kind of like that she's including them because she's been so guarded with All Mm -hmm. Too Well and, like, the the 10-minute version. And so kind of she's at the spot where she's like I'm like I'm over it yeah. like I'm, I've grown up I've found a love it's still a personal part of me but I'm ready to share yeah. it with everybody and I think that's what makes me more sure that lover is a completely original new thing separate from like you know that idea that she wrote it before reputation mm-hmm. or had been working on it during reputation because reputation was like the antithesis of this where she she was like there will be no explanation there will just be reputation she wasn't interviewing wasn't talking was mm-hmm. like dedicated her introductory letter to say like don't talk about my personal life like don't try and put your relationships on these songs and now it's like I think the reputation tour and like the success of reputation really softened her and like you know it was sort of like she was going through those five stages of grief where she was Mm -hmm. very defensive Mm -hmm. and like very protective and like you know what watch me be me more and like you judge my reputation but I don't give enough and once she realized like oh wait like they love the vulnerable side they love these poems they love this part of me she sort of softened and was like, you know what? I actually own so much to like being open and honest. So why not just open the floodgates, share mm-hmm. my childhood diaries and kind of write songs about it? What I also like, because while you were talking about that, it kind of made me think back because she was talking about your 13, mm-hmm. 13 years of Taylor yeah. and open the floodgates. She may not be capitalizing as much as she wanted to on her past six albums because right. now they're they're owned by... Scotty and Scooter, Scooter. but she is, she's, she's giving us her past 13 in her own words and how she's created them, her thoughts, what she's been through, what she's like grown up. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of cool that we get like from like the bird eye, from like her version, like the original. Yeah. I I, know. I love it. Exciting. I'm excited too. I didn't, I don't want to buy all four though. You know what I mean? You know that I will. (laughs) So you know oh, that yeah, perfect. you know that you'll be I'll able to yours. like yeah. look at them because <laughs> I feel like I got played with like the 1989 like collect the Polaroids and even the magazine where a mm. lot of it ended up being the same and the stuff that wasn't you could find online and I'm sort of worried that some of these journal entries which we did see a teaser of one was literally just like. Her class schedule and then lunch yeah mm-hmm. which is like it's cute right and I can totally understand why some fans would prioritize that, that mm-hmm. and like enjoy seeing that like <coughs> real part of her but I just want the nitty-gritty like all too well lyrics you know but maybe she shared that yeah because like least juicy, least juicy. <laughs> and other people have thought so like how long is it is it how many pages I think is, it's 120 she no, said all too well oh I think someone said it's like 10 pages long oh, or something really? like that. I don't know. Someone said it was like maybe four pages long. I don't know. But someone's oh. like, what would be smart 
is if she, she broke it up. It. I know. I think she's going four to. different <laughs> ones. So like you're reading like the first part and then you're reading the second part. She's going to. She's, she's going to make me buy she's all that four. Boss babe. <laughs> she's like, let me get the money. Yeah. Let me show everyone how it's done. Yeah. And it'll uh, work. She well, we are her bitches, but. <laughs> And then she also shows us her lovely little journals, which I have journals just like that. Mm-hmm. I, like, grew up and I would, like, I was obsessed with this boy named Reese growing up. So I had, like, Reese's, um, like, foil wrappers taped all throughout the bo- my, my journals. Nice. Photos of people, those little iZone cameras, if you ever had them. Like, the little tiny little Polaroid oh, okay. pictures back in the day. Had them all taped up. I would put, like, tickets of places I've been taped and everything. Yeah. So, like, when she, like. What, It'll be so everything she saw, like the little glimpses, I was like, oh my gosh, when I was like 10 years of my life, I spent journaling mm-hmm. away. I wish I still would have, yeah. but well, I like that it's also a journal too, yeah. so it's something for you to keep and remember. I just don't know what I'm going to do with all the CDs because I don't even have a CD player. <laughs> I know. Like, I, like, I know. Oh. It's silly, but smart, so we can't fault her for it, I, I know. <laughs> and, and, then she, and then she also released... One reason why we all came here was about track five. She was saying that on Lover, it, it's going to be cover a lot of emotion. Yeah. So I'm excited to see like the depth that she mm-hmm. goes through. And I do have to say that like the first couple singles of of, a, of Reputation, I wasn't like wowed at. I liked him, but I wasn't wowed at. And then the album dropped, and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yes. I love all these songs that aren't on the air. And then it got me started thinking of like singles on the radio. That I don't necessarily like. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm just like passing off all these artists. I don't like their songs on the radio, but they could have some real yeah, deep gold, like Ariana, on their album. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm holding out for Taylor. She's always come through. I'm ready for this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she didn't know she was doing it at first, but right. for some reason, she's drawn to track number five. And that's always been like the heartbreak, the emotional one, the one that's like tears you to piece to piece. And so she has, and she listed them all off. And I thought that that was really interesting. Cold as you, white horse, dear John, all too well. All you had to do was stay and delicate. Mm-hmm. She's playing homage to like all of the track vibes. Mm-hmm. And then we'll talk about this later though, but she also kind of references in this, in a slight way in the song, mm-hmm. all of those songs. Yeah. I know, I've seen and it's, some of these, it's interesting. It's exciting, it's interesting, you wonder, was it on purpose, was it not? But the fact that she decided to talk all about those songs on the live stream kind of like makes you wonder, maybe it is. Yeah. Now I'm gonna put you to the test. Rate them. Oh no, okay. You know what, this is actually easy for me. Yeah. I would say, all too well, dear John, all you had to do is stay delicate, white horse, and cold as you. Okay. All too well, that's my number one. I like white horse. Dear John, all you had to do is stay delicate and cold as you. So yeah. ours kind of like flip flops. Yeah. yeah. I think all you had to do is stay is high for me because I love that song. I don't think it's like the best, like the most emotional track five, but I also think it's secretly sad and people don't realize it. Oh, it's so, it is so sad. Yeah. It's very like sad. Like if she does an acoustic, it's like, oh, like that's so damning. Yeah. yeah. Just like, so, okay, where does Lover, well, where does Lover, where does, uh, the archer the stand. archer it's interesting where I mean, does that i change think, everything out yes because um i mean we'll have to get into our first impressions because you and i talked about this like when it first yeah. happened it was a very troubling moment for me because i 
hated it. Like, mm-hmm. don't come at me, but I hated it at first. The first listen, admittedly, I was very distracted. I was expecting something completely different. And I just was like, what is this? I hate it. What it reminded me of, and I've told you because we're texting back and forth, I on, was on the same boat as her. Yeah. It reminded me of, you know, I went to go see... I, you know, you saw the notebook from Nicholas Sparks. Yeah. And it's amazing. It, like, <laughs> makes you ball. It's everything you wanted that you didn't know you needed. And then you go and see... I don't know any other... Cause <laughs> like, um, You go and see another one yeah. of his. Because he's has so many. Yeah. And you're expecting that emotional feeling right. that, like tear you down to your to your like to your soul and you don't get it yeah and it's like a fine it's a but it just didn't get you there (laughs) yeah when I first heard this it just didn't get me there right and I think it's like yeah there are just so many expectations wrapped up in the hype and like and I think I was just like it's just such a different sound for her Mm -hmm. that I was really like put off at first I was like wait where's my Taylor you know Mm -hmm. So I was very disappointed for like, it was a dark couple hours and then I got home and I was finally able to rest and I like listened to it and I'm actually like, I really love it. Where is it? Um, Where is it? You have to tell me where is it? (laughs) I would definitely put it as, I would put it as number two. So All Too Well is still number one, Mm -hmm. but it would bump down Dear John. I... I have to put like three or four. Yeah. I've only listened to it three times. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. wow. Ashley. I've been more... Scandal. I'm, I'm more into the lyrics. Yeah, definitely. Because, and you know, and we're kind of talking about our first impressions here. Mm-hmm. When I first listened to it, it was hard for me to even understand what she was saying mm-hmm. because it was, to me, the sound was so processed. It was just overproduced in my mind. Just... And it sounded like she was singing underwater. It was echoey. Mm-hmm. And it was just so different that I couldn't really grasp what she was saying. I was getting all of the, like, all the king's horses and all yeah, the king's like men. All the cliches. All the cliches. I got all the, all those out. But I think just that I was just blindsided by the sound. And I couldn't really focus. And then I watched the lyric video. And I was like, okay, okay. And then I, like, went on online and I saw the lyrics. And I was like, this is deeper than right. I initially got. I'm so sad that I wasn't able to like mm. hear like an acoustic version of it right. or something that just wasn't over. Do you like um, Jack Antonoff's music with her usually? Do you so, think? Give me a couple a couple examples of songs. Like Out of the Woods. Nope. 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 <laughs> New nope. Year's Day, I think. I like New Year's let me, Day. Let me look it up. I don't want to mess this up. Okay, so you have Dress. Getaway I car. Dress. I love getaway car. I wish you would. Yes. Call it what you want. Yeah. You are in love. Yes, I, love I don't want to live forever. Yeah. And look what you made me do. So yeah. You're kind of like half seas. Yeah, I like most of those songs. Mm-hmm. I love most of those songs. I do not like, but I've had, <laughs> I've had the songs like in my head. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it's gonna be one that I'm probably yeah. gonna love at tour. Like right. I want it to be either acoustic right. or on the piano. Like, that's a, a good a guitar strum. Like it's gonna be my favorite once mm-hmm. I hear like a one that's not as echoey right. and drowny. I think what finally pulled me around on it was like one lowering, like reconfiguring my brain to be mm-hmm. like, okay, not every Taylor Swift song has to be all too well, yes. but also. It reminds me a lot of Lord's um, Liability, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you've heard. I don't think I oh have. Oh my gosh. It's so good, and it's very similar, and it's produced by Jack Antonoff. But, like, um, it's a very quiet song. It's slower, simpler, and shorter. And it kind of has that same idea where it doesn't have, like, the traditional, like, 
rise and fall of a melody mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. chorus structure and stuff. And it's just much more like insular. And so once I like made that connection where I'm like, this probably isn't like what every song on the album is going to be. I think it's more one of those, like, it just happens to be like her most vulnerable and her most mm-hmm. like qu- quiet and simple and kind of like revealing. Yeah. And so it kind of worked in the same way for me, whereas, you know, like Melodrama, Lord's album is obviously known for Green Light, which is such a fun interesting song Mm -hmm. and so I think we'll get more of that on the majority of the album but this was just like this one-off of like here's my most vulnerable vulnerable thoughts and like with these singles it's not an official it's not a single Mm -hmm. it's a song that's just released with all the songs that are promoting the album that are before it come before they all have different sides to them so that's where I'm kind of like (laughs) trying to fill in the pieces what other song are we gonna get what is cruel summer is gonna be a song (laughs) it it's going to be it has to be like what is what is what is it going to be? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I don't know. Well, I'm excited to see the different. I'm kind of... Well, and uh, it's just such a dichotomy between this and me. Like, they're uh, literal polar opposites in theme, mm-hmm. music, mm-hmm. like, energy. And so it's very interesting to think of what will happen on the album if it'll just be a, a mod podge of stuff like Red was, or if it'll be, like, I think a she's journey, learned that Red, well, yeah. Red won't get you there. <laughs> yeah. no, uh, someone, um, Lindsay on Tumblr had this really cool post that I, I, because a lot of people were like, oh, where's, when's the beat going to drop? Like, right. it, it doesn't, there's not that, like, like you said, mm-hmm. there's not that, it doesn't build up, it doesn't go down. Yeah. It, even the end, it just, yeah, it just stops. Like, yeah. And then there's like eight seconds of silence. A lot of people are like, what are you talking about? But I guess that's what Jack Antonoff does. He's known to kind of just like leaving. It just like fades really, But it doesn't really, really quiet. It doesn't, the first time it doesn't fade. Mm-hmm. When you listen it to it, sound you're like not it ready for because it. Because it just goes so instantly. Yeah. But there's kind of that like, oh. Yeah, so when you watch it and then you listen to it afterwards, you're like, okay. But I literally like looked at my phone. I'm like, what? It cut off. <laughs> Anyways, so this um Lindsay girl, she says about the archer the beat never drops in the archer and i think it's such a chilling accurate depiction of anxiety you're always on edge wondering if and when something suddenly will go wrong and it might never come but every breath along the way is a journey in and of itself because you are just that anxious yes i I love that when i saw that i was like okay so all these different um analysis and depictions of the archers kind of making me come around and being like, okay, being and, and what I'm getting, I'm being rude by this <laughs> song. It's making me so anxious. The archer is coming to get me. Yeah. But also the lyrics. Uh huh. I like the lyrics yeah. so much. So the lyrics are really, cause at first I didn't think it was deep. I'm like, well, I like right. so cut, cut off my nose to spite my face. Like all the McKings, blah, blah, blah. I was like, why is she like not writing? What is she right. doing? She's pulling from like all these little like weird like sayings. But mm-hmm. then, you read the lyrics and you're like, oh my gosh, this is deep. Yes, That's exactly. why I didn't post anything on Twitter about it. <laughs> yeah. First, because people were going to tear me to pieces. Yeah. And then second, I was like... You have to hide like, those first impressions until you yeah. can process. Yeah, but I'm a, I, I'm a part... You guys know I watch... I listen to murder podcasts. My favorite murder has like a sub group on Facebook called um like this it's like Swifterinos we are never ever getting murdered in the woods I don't know <laughs> but someone posted they're like is it just me or do I like am I the only one that just didn't like the song at first uh-huh. and I was like oh god like people. these people yeah. I can we can talk through it yeah so you know I, I've come around yeah. well and it's interesting because like you and I had such a visceral dislike mm-hmm. but the majority of popular critics had mm-hmm. the exact opposite where yeah. they love this song. Yeah. Like it's a very well received song. It's very acclaimed. It's the best of lover, obviously. Oh yeah. 
um, as far as review goes. And also from like reputation, like from what I remember, like this song is actually beloved by people who don't even love Taylor. Nope. Like I think one of my favorite headlines was Vice, who like hate Taylor. (laughs) And they said, we regret to inform you that the new Taylor Swift song is really good. We regret to inform you. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, it caught everyone by surprise. Like a lot of people have been like, why is Taylor singing this like me where it's like way too cheery in this hey, day kids. and age? Yeah. Why is she singing about gay people when she's not gay? And like everyone's been kind of like, who is this Taylor? Like, what is she doing right now? And I think this was a really smart idea for her to release this because everyone's like, oh, this is like the songwriting we've loved, the honesty mm-hmm. we needed, mm-hmm. the vulnerability that's more popular in today's yeah. music. So there was like, you know. NME said it's elegant and it's delicate and dreamy. Slate called it darker and more introspective and confessional. Vulture says she returns to her signature devastating songwriting. And um, so it's just like, it's been well received and I'm excited to get into it with you. Should we dive in? Let's dive in. Okay. I mean, and like you said, the song itself is a very simplistic, well sort of simplistic but also very complex production um and um it reminds me of out of the woods which i know you don't love but it has that same anxious you know (laughs) fervor to the sound that kind of gets you in the mood um so i'm reading this week and it starts out with verse one combat i'm ready for combat i say i don't want that but what if i do Cause cruelty wins in the movies. I've got a hundred thrown out speeches. I almost said to you. So, and I all I also just feel like sort of insecure because I did hate this song so much, but now it's like near and dear to my heart. <laughs> it's like won that spot for you. Yeah, because I think, I think right off the, right off the bat, you get this like very Taylor esque image, which is this: I've got a hundred thrown out speeches. I almost said to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's something she's touched on in previous songs, like in Tim McGraw, which we recently covered. Yep, she's yep. like, "Oh, I have this letter you'll never read," and I think that's a very real, like, and simple but honest image of like all the times we like sit there and I'm like, "Oh, I just want to say this to this person." If I, if I could only like get in front of his face and like say this, or if I could tell this person that, and mm-hmm. you just like constantly are voicing these like cruel speeches that you want and these grandiose moments you're daydreaming about where you get to tell someone off or stand up for yourself and ultimately you just have to like throw them out because you don't really get that oh yeah but um I know I kind of you're so deep (laughs) and I'm more like because I've also saw these posts going around how like all of the all of her six uh track fives have kind of like been featured here yeah, been please, pulled I'm from and right off the bat you have combat which cold is you it's like because mm. i start a fight because i need to feel something Ooh. and then you also have i've you know we talked about how like you want to you want to write a letter you want to tell someone off and dear john she's like writing a letter to this person that she'll never give to him but lo and behold she actually <laughs> yeah. you know sings it to the right. whole world <laughs> and it's just kind of like ca- that casual that she says right you know cruelty wins in the movies yeah and you know it also wins on the air too right so you have that so she i, I think apart it's a lot of this movie i love this movie sorry <laughs> a lot of this song is also about like you learn from your mistakes yes. and you learn from 
you know, what you've done in the past, you take blame. And I, I kind of feel like that's where it kind of like, it even starts out like that too. Yeah. And I like how she goes, I say, I don't want that but what if I do a lot of people are like Taylor even she even goes I swear I don't love the drama it loves me Uh and she's kind of taking claim for that she's like I don't want to fight but what if I really do yeah like you you kind of revel in it like everyone kind of revels in the drama of Uh it even if like you want to stay away from it when you're caught up in the middle of it you're kind of get addicted to it right and she's always been a little snarky and like Mm -hmm. You know, making jokes on interviews with Ellen or Mm -hmm. on stage with us. And it's just like, it is, I think, what makes this song so good to me is just that she's finally, like, owning up to it. And, and she's not making a joke about yeah. it because, like, in all the other ones, she's, like, in blank space. Right. She made a joke about all the guys that come in and out of her life and reputation. I swear I don't love the yeah. drama. Like, she's not making a joke yeah. about it. This is, like, in a really serious way. Yeah, and very insecure. Mm-hmm. And I love it because it's so relatable in ways that she hasn't been recently because she's just been in another stratosphere, you oh, know? Yeah. yeah, and she's pulling back from her old writing days like you were talking about because in the story of us, she's like, the battle's in your hand now, but I would lay down my armor if you would say you'd rather love them fight. Oh, so you just cute. have, like, these really, like, like gut-wrenching. Not, that wasn't gut-wrenching, but this right, right, right here. Right. So I do have a question. When you first heard this part, did you, like, what kind, well, what do you think she was talking about? Did you think she was talking about love? Did she think she was talking about relationships? herself like maybe her inner battle with herself like what did you what were you in were you ready for I know she was gonna pull us along for well it's interesting because I think it's hard to like like going off of my second impression I guess because the first impression was just like what is she singing about Mm -hmm. I don't even know but um when you first like hear it I did think it was more and I think this stuck with me is I thought it was more about her and like her anxiety insecurities She's the archer. Yeah. And that's, I'll stick with, I think she is. Yeah. And so, um, then her pre-chorus is, easy they come, easy they Mm go. I jump from the train, I ride off alone. I never grew up, it's getting so old. Help me hold on to you. And like, this is when I was like, this is one of her best written songs. Because this chorus alone is just such a different and yet like very like, like I don't know the right word just like shockingly Mm -hmm. honest and like it made me feel exposed like someone got in my head and like said things that I've thought and I was so surprised it was coming from Taylor who's usually so much more guarded and like oh yeah poetic maybe and here she's just like he's she's like you know easy to come easy to go it's like it sounds almost exactly like her poem if you're anything like me her fair weather yes And she's just, like, so anxious about it. She's, like, she knows people come in and out of her life. She, she's she been holding on to these needs, and they haven't been working out. And she's, like, I jump off the train. I ride off alone, which is, like, exactly what she does in Getaway Car, where oh, she's, yeah. like, oh, I want to be the first to leave, you know? And I did something bad. Like, I'm going to be the first out. And Before it's like, you can get her. Yes. Yeah. So she's constantly, like, riding off. She's glamorizing this itch to be the first one to leave. And so here she's finally, like, I never grew up. It's getting so old. And I think that was, like, oh, like, it hit me because it's, like, I think everyone struggles with this. Like, you're clinging to your past dreams, your past insecurities. Mm-hmm. You're um, you're holding on to the same things that have always rubbed you the wrong way, bothered you. You're hating on the same people. You're worried about the same things. And it's like, wait, 
I've been saying I've grown up. I've been like pretending I'm like so much better, but I'm still carrying this baggage with me. Well, and that's one thing I love about how she, she had that like come to Jesus moment with Katy Perry mm-hmm. because it's, you know, she says she never grew, grew up. Yes. It's getting so old. The Katy Perry feud was getting, like, yes. that was getting so old and it would just be like, come on, Taylor, you're better than that. Katy, you're better than that. And now you hear, you know, sh- she is growing up. Like she's kind of like learning from her mistakes. She's learning to like, you know, take, like take the heat of right. what she's done. Yes. Now it's like the consequences. But yeah, I, it kind of just made me feel so sad too for her. Cause it's like she knows that people are abandoning her, and you know, people. All, part of me is like, oh, are they only coming in to? Because easy come, easy, easy they go. Are they coming mm-hmm. into her life because she's Taylor Swift and right. she's, they're going to benefit from her? And then when like shit hits the fan, when people throw her under the bus and they just leave, they're just kind of yeah. like like we said, fair weather friends, you yeah. Know? And then she goes on to the other. You know. Well, and plus this, like, help me hold on to you yeah. is, like, such a sweet sentiment. And it's, like, about this girl who's been so damaged and broken and she just doesn't trust herself anymore. And she's, like, vulnerable enough to say, like, please, like, don't let me leave you, mm-hmm. you know? Well, because, like, she's grown up and she's yeah. knowing that, you know, she's had bad habits and relationships. <laughs> and part of it's, like, she's done sabotaging everything yeah. she doesn't like it because it's so I, I've been in relationships where I'm like oh my gosh like I, I've been through so many people who've come in and out of my life boys family members I'm like I'm just gonna protect myself mm-hmm. I'm only looking out for number one mm-hmm. I'm gonna do things that will boost me up above you and it just it, it I think that you know it's no fault of her own but she was just kind of guarding herself and mm-hmm. now she's she wants to maybe yeah. heal let the healing process yeah. begin and so then we get the chorus. I've been the archer. I've been the prey. Who could ever leave me, darling? But who could stay? Which is, again, just such a good line. Like, oh, oh my That's word. the line that's been stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. That's just been over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And did you know that Cupid carries two different kind of arrows? Yeah, I was reading about yes. that. Yes. One that causes extreme infatuation. And the other one that causes people to flee. So you kind of think of like, you know, I've been the archer, I've been the prey. Like she's been like the one to hypnotize people and to like, you know, catch their eye and to, you know, have them come hither. And then she's also been like the one that's like, you know, people flee from her, like people just come in and out of her life. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was just so fitting for this song and for her life too, because it's come to the point where people are in her now. It's just... Well, and you have this like, it reminds me, like, it's very interesting that she's like, I've been the archer, I've been the prey. Mm-hmm. Because she has the song, I Know Places, where she sings about they are the I hunters the and we are the foxes. Mm-hmm. And she's constantly, like, and this has been a criticism of hers, is that she's constantly, you know, playing the victim or being like, the haters are after me. And, like, why can't you guys leave me alone? And, oh, this I'm This why we can't vic- have nice yeah. things. <laughs> but here she's like, you know what? Actually, I have been the archer. I know I've had my hand in, like, hurting people in causing some of this drama Mm -hmm. and I think it really like speaks to the fact like she's recognizing the importance of vulnerability and I think it's so important that she's like this is the opposite of reputation where she didn't want anyone in her personal life she didn't want anyone to talk about her but now she's like wait that was me putting on this like protective gear and pretending I couldn't be hurt, but it's like that almost cost me my whole career. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna open this diary a little bit more. And I, 
I like how she tied it with her diary entries yeah. on her live stream. One thing I like, too, is that a lot of the... I think every single one of the track fives have all been about, like, loves and mm-hmm. men and, like, you know, heartbreaks or even, like, delicate, you know, you, it was about somebody else. And right. this one, it was, like, the Arthur. It's about her. It's about her relationship with herself. It's mm-hmm. about her being able to, I think, like open up and let the walls down to let somebody else in. Yeah. And, you know, she's not talking about any other guy. She's not, you know, saying, like, oh, I'm the victim here. I knew all too well. Oh, all you did have, all you had to do was stay, Mm -hmm. you know, as cold as you. Right. It's more like. She is the archer. Yeah, she's the archer. She's, she's caused a lot of it. And she's, like, reflecting on her life, what she could do, what she's done, what she can do better. Oh, God. Like, I love that. I because know. every one of her track fives, you're right, is, like, always about someone else. Yeah. And, like, she's always singing to someone else. She's always talking to the you. Talking and now to, she's yeah. like, hey, yeah. I'm the archer. Yeah. And we've, like, uh, we've heard about how men have wronged her and everything. So it's kind of refreshing to be, like, <laughs> she's learned how she's wronged herself. Yeah, exactly. And so then you have verse two. Dark side, I reach, I search for your dark side, but what if I'm all right, 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 right here? And I cut off my nose just to spite my face, then I hate my reflection for years and years. Um, and this is the verse I don't love. I think just because that cut off my nose just to spite my face feels really clunky to me. Um, but it is like a popular idiom that's like talking about how you do something expecting it to hurt someone, but it just comes back to bite you. Yeah, and you also over um, exaggerate everything. Yeah. Like you're just like like you know, you give me like a wrong look, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm just, like I'm just <laughs> yeah. blowing everything out of proportion. Right. Which we've seen her do that too. <laughs> you know, she it's an expression to describe yeah. like self destructive overreaction to a problem. You have her like writing revenge songs about oh, boys. Yeah. You know, just like everything like that. Then you have like even like the Kanye stuff. Like just you know, she just she overreacts and she does it yes. impulsively. She does right. it quick and fast without thinking about it. So, yeah. like, I had to kind of, like, look up exactly, like, what the meaning behind that is. Because I, I, I get it, but I was like, there has to be more to why she right. wanted to use like, that, too. Use that language. But no, I, I could only, good. after that, I could only think of her, like, no nose, like, Voldemort. So I was like, no, <laughs> yeah. why do you have to use don't. that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I like the first part of that, the dark side. I searched yeah. for your dark side. But what if I'm all, what if I'm right here? What if she is the dark side of all the relationships? Like, mm-hmm. what if she's the one that's, like, causing them to go astray? Yeah. Because she's always looking for, for, like, the shoe to drop. Exactly. And that's, like, it's so interesting that this has, like, been the question that's followed her forever. Like, oh, maybe Taylor should write a song about maybe I'm the problem. And, like, here you go. She's the archer. (laughs) And um, then she says, I wake in the night. I pace like a ghost. The room is on fire, invisible smoke. And all of my heroes die all alone. Help me hold on to you. And I think um, this is, again, like, really similar to clean it like it highlights this idea that like people aren't seeing her pain because she says the room's on fire but it's invisible and she's also she wakes in the night and she's invisible like it's like she's in pain but no one can see it yeah what can you see me in the elevator no you're gonna put lipstick on this is delicate kind of yeah it's such a delicate song and you're seeing how like Someone um, in my little Swifterinos group, they they put the song, you can go to website and the song was side by side, and mm-hmm. it was just really interesting to listen to the song and see like the music video of Delicate, where she's yeah. kind of like, hello, look at me, see right. me, like, are you, am I invisible? Like, yeah. Just kind of, 
I mean, it's just such a, it's just such a human concern, you know, Mm -hmm. to feel like we're constantly like, you know, even like (laughs) we're just constantly putting up a front and we have a facade on social media or in person where we're like, oh yeah, I'm fine. Oh yeah, I had such a fun time. But it's like you're hiding all these like, it's just very descriptive of like anxiety, depression, feeling that sort of weight that no one else can see. Um, and then she goes into the chorus again. I've been the archer. I've been the prey. Screaming, who could ever leave me, darling, but who could stay? And then there's just like this really whispered, icy right through me, icy right through me. And it swells into the bridge, which is just a repetitive, because they see right through me, they see right through me. Can you see right through me? They see right mm-hmm. through me. I see right through me. I see right through me. And I like... I know you don't love repetitiveness, but did you like this? Did you feel like it was effective? I, I did because it's like they see right through me and she's like, they, can you see right through me? Like, it's kind of like how everyone's like, she's always kind of like throwing the blame on other people. And then finally she goes, I see right through me. Yeah. I see what what yeah. needs to be fixed. So I, I did like that. And it's like, this is where the music builds for the first time, mm-hmm. like, Everything before it was really monotone, like, it all stayed really steady. And this is the only place where it, like, picks up in that, like, anxiety racing sort of way. And you can kind of feel that, like, panic as she's like, oh, no, they can see through me, they can see through me. And then she's like, oh, I can see through me, too. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I am the problem. (laughs) I don't, and that that does show that Taylor is, Swift isn't the only problem. She's just a part of the problem, and she knows that. Well, and it's like... It remind it made me think a lot about the 1989 tour, and she'd always do that clean speech where she's like, "You are not the opinion of someone who doesn't know you," and she always put on this like rah rah sisterhood, like be empowered, like oh we're just because you walk through rainstorms, it makes you clean. And she was constantly like being like, "Oh, see how strong I am. Look at how strong we can be. We can mm-hmm. all be strong." Mm-hmm. And that all fell apart. And so I think it's really great that, like, she's giving this song that's really, like, you know what? Like, yeah, you're not the opinion of someone who doesn't know you, but you still feel like it sometimes. And you are also your own worst enemy You know sometimes. Your, yourself yeah. better than anybody. And you can feel that, like, same panic and that same anxiety. And it's like, she's freaking Taylor Swift. Like, she should feel like me. On top the of the song, world. 100% of the, the time. All the time. Yes. But instead, she's like, oh, wait, they've called me on my crap they've seen some of this like stuff I've pulled and I've constantly been putting on this front but now I'm seeing through like what I did wrong Mm -hmm. and that's just so good I think it's just a perfect song to come out when it did Mm -hmm. because we had a lot of Swifties who'd done like questionable stuff on social media or Mm -hmm. like people like you just started dragging them for everything that they're worth and it was just kind of like oh like yes they made silly mistakes on social media but it's like it doesn't really even matter. And it's just kind of like, I bet all those Swifties hearing this song are just like, oh my gosh, I needed it right yeah. at that right time. Because we're having so much weird <laughs> drama. So weird. I don't understand <laughs> yeah. why we had all this weird drama. But this kind of was like a perfect like drop. Right. Like, And she goes on to say, like, all the king's horses, mm-hmm. all the king's men couldn't put me back together again. Because all of my enemies started out friends. Help me hold on to you. And I mean, that's another one. I felt was sort of like a childish cliche mm-hmm. to reference. It's like Humpty well, Dumpty. My friend's son was listening to the song with her. He's like four or three years old. And he was like, 
mom, she's singing about Humpty Dumpty. I'm like, no. (laughs) But I think it sort of like works here because she's been on top, you know, she's been the one who all the kings and queens, like that's like her level, right? She's Mm -hmm. the echelon of these kings. But she's saying all that praise, all that like girl squad, all those photo ops, they never fixed her and they couldn't fix her insecurities. They couldn't save her from this like need to break things off or not trust that good things stay. And so she's saying, like, don't put all your eggs in that basket. Humpty Dumpty eggs. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to break. break. I also kind of saw it as, like, she's saying, like, it's like a child's, like, rhyme. And she's also talking about how she's never grown up. And so this is kind of also, like, she was just playing games. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just all these little tiny, like, games. Who can be on top? Who can win? You know, who can look the best? It was all very immature stuff that, you know, oh, you stole my dancer. I'm going to come and get you. Like, it was all immature stuff. And so I feel, looking back at at this, it's all very fitting. It's all very high school. Like, you, like... Everyone in high school is, like, just out to get themselves and just kind of, like, stabbing lies, bringing, like, knives to gunfights. <laughs> yes. So, kind of, like, it fits It fits the whole theme of, like, I'm growing up. I'm putting yeah. away all these, these rhyming yes. words. Fingers crossed. Oh, wow. <laughs> but then, um, then the chorus ends, I've been the archer, I've been the prey. Who could ever leave me, darling, but who could stay? Who could stay? All you had who to do was stay. stay. Yeah, <laughs> you could stay. Uh, combat I'm ready for combat yeah and that's when it takes sort of a more romantic um angle for me because most of the song I really didn't feel like it was a love song you know like she is saying help me hold on to you but honestly that felt more like she wants to hold on to herself she wants to keep her sanity she wants to feel whole again but I can also see that she's like she's found someone who makes her feel more secure and she like, wants to trust that. Like she doesn't have to look for their dark yeah. side. And she's like, You can stay and so now she's saying, You know what, I am ready for combat, but this time instead of feeling, you know, defensive, she's like, I'm ready for any storm coming mm-hmm. because this is what I want. Yeah. I I I definitely don't think it's like a romantic ballad to somebody. Mm-hmm. It's more of a romantic ballad about herself. Yeah. And she's finally like understand, like, oh, you can stay because, first of all, I can tell you you can stay. And I've overcome all these hurdles yeah. that have been in the past. Yeah, and it's sort of like this song is kind of the perfect antidote to a lot of the criticism around reputation, which was, you know, the victimization and the, like, look what you made me do and Ooh. that sort of stuff. And here she's, like, saying, oh, man, wait, I have, what am I doing? Like, I've been holding myself back. I've been, I've been jumping off the train. I've been, like, coming ready to swing. I've been waiting, stopping myself from growing up. And she's, Mm -hmm. like, realizing something in such a really vulnerable and honest way that, like, really speaks to general anxiety and, like, concerns that us plebeians can feel, you know? (laughs) So it's just, like, it's self-hating enough, but it also, like, has that hopeful, like, realization that, you know what, I'm ready to, like... Yeah. battle for real now i wouldn't say it's self-hating mm-hmm. like is that kind of just like to me is like a destructive right 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 term like self-hating right like self-realization yeah. self-awareness i like that i like those words better yeah but i like all in all like reading the lyric just made me really enjoy the song more mm-hmm. I know, and it's I, been, like, so yeah. fun to get into this one I compared know. to, like, the last The other two. ones, like, they were deep. There wasn't a lot. It's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's like, like, yeah, there's never going to be another one of you. And, like, uh, you need to calm down as, like, 
what is like an anthem and it's mm-hmm. great the meaning behind it's great but this right here just gives us more into yes. like taylor and her yes. issues and her struggles and like it's in one of those other songs that's like oh my gosh you're so relatable yeah there it's you go like a diary entry it's yes. a story it's like do it's you, like open and do you realize honest. we're gonna be able to do depending <laughs> on what's in the journals we might be able to do another yes. all too well episode yes. and maybe other stuff too i can't wait so excited for it it is i mean it's interesting seeing how i first reacted to the song to now how much hyped i am if for the rest of the album could see our text messages <laughs> back and forth i was like i'm not excited for this album <laughs> like, yeah so it just shows what a good night of sleep can do for you yes and just like looking into the album Taylor yeah. always has something like yeah. up her sleeves yeah but um, that's the perfect segue into our tea time because yes. people are wondering what she's up to we're, now. We're wondering yes. what's going on. Usually we have our secret session drama to unpack, but now the drama is, where is the drama, you know? <laughs> the drama is people are saying that they've been to, that they've gotten invites for secret sessions. Yeah. And I'm like, but they're secret. And if, <laughs> like, there's past where someone, I think it was the 1989 music video, they're like, mm-hmm. don't tell anybody. Yeah. And someone tweeted about it and then they got like, yeah. they got blacklisted. Mm-hmm. So they're like, it's a secret session. You don't tell anybody about it until afterwards. It's like an unspoken, that's not even an unspoken rule. It's that's a just fact. a yeah. fact. It's a rule. But people are like, oh my my gosh i got yeah i got us an invite yeah like, no, no one i followed dirty dirty cheats <laughs> i know the dirty dirty cheats no one i followed has said that they got an invite there was, yeah. there was like that those jokes around it's like i just left the secret session and taylor told me this right <laughs> i did Obviously too i was like fake. taylor yeah. told me to wake up yeah so but what have you seen what's going on about that i mean it's really i think people are just anxious that it's I've seen people who are like, is it happening? Like, why isn't it happening? Remember all this stuff that happened? Maybe she's finally over them. Like, I don't know. I'm sort of curious if she will do them. Do you think she is going to? You know, I I definitely do think, uh, you know, she's very aware of how catty Uh our, like, our fandom is. So it wouldn't surprise me if she didn't do them. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna like I'm, I'm gonna be shocked if she does doesn't I don't know what to expect I kind of feel like I mean I feel like the ship has sailed right because last year in 1989 it, already, it had already been going right unless she does she did say something about Rhode Island unless yeah. she does a huge right event. so that's what I think is like she might do something different yeah but I don't know if she's gonna do the same like secret session or thing and to Maybe that I say screw everyone yeah. <laughs> Maybe she'll do, like, a party where 300 people are invited. Yeah. Like, maybe instead of inviting everyone to round, she has a big tailor's. Or maybe she'll do something internationally because yeah. she hasn't, she's only hit London. Like, I don't know what she's going to do, but I just want to be a part of it. I know. It's, like, a bummer yes. if that era is behind us. But I'd also, like, understand why she doesn't want to do five secret sessions where she goes over 18 tracks. And, and we have a lot... Like, someone just recently tried to break into a Rhode Island right. um, house, and they yeah. had, like, just, yeah. just, like, really, like, they had, like, yeah. different types of locks. They had, like, a, a, like a steel bat. Yeah. So, just kind of, like, you don't know. And that there was that, like, tweet going around that, like, they don't do background checks. Like, oh, all, like yeah. So, you just don't know what's happening, and it's just kind of scary. And maybe with, with, like, her new record label, maybe that's just not... Right. Maybe she can't do it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But, like, yeah. I've always had that dream of being, like, oh... 
Ugh, you know, know. like so Taylor fun. won't bite me a secret session. So this is only just like lessening my chances of ever meeting <laughs> Taylor Swift. That's all I'm yeah. thinking about. I know. Uh, but the thing is, I think she'll find, if she doesn't do secret sessions, I think she'll, she's good at finding new ways yeah, to engage other ways. with fans. Mm-hmm. So like, Maybe something else will go down. Maybe something else will go down. You know, and everyone was all flipping out because of the Amazon Prime day. Right. And that wasn't even a huge deal. Yeah. It it was cool. It was was fun, but no one met her. So it just, you know, so just kind of like, okay. So maybe she's telling us to just chill the F out. She basically was telling us to calm down. (laughs) Yes. Because things will happen when they happen. Exactly. But I'm so excited to kind of see what comes next in the next few weeks. Oh, me too. Um, Rumor that something is going to happen next week. Um, Oh my gosh, we forgot the biggest thing. When she signed off, she was going to freaking oh, yeah. record a music, video. a music video and did we miss the fact that she had red tips in her hair oh i didn't yeah. even see that she had like a little bun in her hair had red tips and so oh. everyone's kind of like oh my gosh she was wearing red she had red tips in her hair when she was with Katy perry is that an easter egg in oh, itself right, also right, just right. kind of all these little clues so we're yeah. gonna get so we're in the next three weeks we're gonna get another song and we're gonna get another music video so that's it's when this drops it'll be three right, weeks right, right. so yeah okay. so what if we get something next week and then we get a music video fingers crossed we're gonna get a lot of stuff a lot yes. of it's gonna happen it's gonna be exciting <laughs> but until next time i'm ashley and i'm shelby and taylor we're ready for combat yes <laughs>